Welcome to the Digital Forester podcast, where we talk to foresters about how they are using digital technologies in their day-to-day forestry work. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome to the Digital Forester podcast. Today, I have a very cool guest that I'm super pumped to have a conversation with. His name is Swatpan Chadhuri with Deep Lai. He's the CEO and co-founder. And Swapan, how are you doing today? Thank you, Kevin. It's great to be with you here, and I'm looking forward to have a great conversation. So let's jump into it because I'm really excited to have this conversation with you, and I think our listeners are going to be pretty pumped to learn about what you've been up to at DeepLie. And so maybe to start things off, what's your background? I know looking at your LinkedIn profile, I didn't see a bachelor's in forestry or a master's in forestry or a PhD forestry. So I was scratching my head going, hmm, there's got to be an interesting story here. Oh, well, <laughs> is there one? Oh, yeah, yeah, sure, sure. So uh, uh, I have a master's degree in e- e- economics. And so my entire life, I uh, was working in uh, in business. Uh, um, for close to 20 years for large global uh, companies. Uh, And I was running the local operations here in Poland and in Central East, East, Eastern Europe. So I think everybody can recognize the names as Xerox or Kodak or Videojet technologies. I learned a lot. Uh, was was great time, and then was one day when I said, "Okay, let's go for your own entrepreneurship." Uh, corporate is nice, but always there is an end to everything. And what brought you to the forestry space, or maybe for uh, Deep Lie, uh, and for our listeners, it's Deep D P and then L A I. I thought it was Deeple A I, but. So upon correcting me, he's like, it's deep lie. But what, what's the what, what's the genesis story of, of deep lie? Okay, uh, so uh, we have put together the name of our entity as a deep learning with AI. So that is that is a deep lie. Uh, and based on um, the experience I, I gathered uh, during my, my career, uh, I have a, a, a co-founder uh, who is a CTO, so he has a um, IT, IT education and also many years were working in for different type companies in in the IT world. And uh, so we, uh, we 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 sat together and said, okay, we want to uh, develop our our own technology. Uh, which will enable and cover, solve the problem of product identification uh, when we are focusing on natural products. Because I learned in in my career that I know all the technologies used for product identification and the processes in all the industries. And always there is issue with natural products. You, you can't, you know, just print a code uh, on a timber uh, because of the surface and of the natural uh, um, place as a forest where you are harvested. So it's a big challenge. Yeah? So how do we identify a timber log? It means, you know, after we harvest it in, in, in the forest and how do we have 
the capability to get uh, a transparency in into traceability. So we did some investigations and we saw that it's a huge issue in 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 the industry. And at the at the beginning, we 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 believed that um, uh, the computer vision AI and ML uh, is really getting you know every quarter better and better will enable us to 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 build a software system uh, capable to identify every log just by the image processing and image recognition part. And yeah, and that's why we entered uh, the beautiful industry of, of forestry. And we're very, very happy we, 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 we took that the decision. Yeah, I, I, I'm chuckling inside because the way you describe it, this beautiful industry, and yet it's a technology you developed. I'm also assuming there's probably some elements of frustration. But before we share some of those funny stories, with the whole timber identifying a log, was that something, you know, Swapan, you just woke up and, and based on what you described, you're like, oh, the light bulb went off? Or, or was there a certain event in your life or you and your co-founder CTO that that someone mentioned something in passing or was it the legislative EU uh, deforestation, that requirement, that legislative, I believe it's a legislative piece that that prompted you, but was there a certain spark that 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 allowed you to connect AI with, you know, identifying a timber and then figuring out how to execute and go forward? Uh, oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh, you know, we're pragmatic. So first, we did a lot of, of research to to choose the industry we want to begin with, yeah, uh, and adopt adopt the technology. So uh, I, I'm sharing that, uh, and even I speak to people who are in the industry for 20, 30 years. They do not know that information. There is a very interesting Boston Consulting uh, r r r r report. I believe it's mid 2020. And it is uh, describing that the total value of the industry is over 150 trillion US dollars. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And if we can compare the this huge amount of money to uh, to having an understanding how much it is, yeah. So if we look at uh, the stock exchanges worldwide, at that time, to compare apples with apples, there were around 75 trillion US dollars. So the value of the industry is twice the value of the all stock exchanges worldwide. Yeah. So I think it's a good reason to be in the industry. Sure. Uh, then uh, we went through the entire process to analyze what is what is the certification process? So how, how they're identifying it, I mean, today. Yeah? And first thing which really struck my eyes was, hmm, so you need just to prove 70% of your volume, which is under audit, that it's, it, it's complying. What in other words means 30%, you don't need to prove. So, oh, and then we read a lot of reports of the World Bank, you know, saying that, you know, all the illegal activities in the industry 
are costing 15 billion US dollars annually. And we're thinking, wow, big numbers, great industry. We're like, we're like wood. Okay, let's let's go for it. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. So you mentioned when you looked and did this assessment, because I believe uh, Deep Lie is before just over four years old. Yes. And as you're looking at this, um, maybe to 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 put in context for some of our listeners um, how your technology works before we get into the weeds, but how are things done now? And so when you were doing that environmental scan or that assessment, and I suspect you're probably scratching your head thinking, you know, we got this asset valued at this and we're doing this in a very archaic or maybe old school way. What did you find? Like, what did you, did you find patterns of, you know, there's three different ways of how it's being done. And this is why we think, um, but what what's the status quo? How are people doing it now that you're, that you're still scratching your head trying to figure out you should be a uh, one of my customers. Yeah. Um, so what, when we did the 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 the, the, the research understanding, so how the uh, the logs are marked, yeah, and how they are, are traced. So we we found out that depending obviously on the country on the region, there are different specifics. Some countries, as Canada or US, they're not marking them at all because they they is not needed. But when we look at the countries in Europe where we're based, yeah, uh, so these are plastic tags with a pre-printed barcode or data metric code, or um, pre-printed code on a metal tag, or RFID tag or you're using uh, ink spray just to spray an, a number, yeah? So uh, so basically, we're looking at that and, and we ask ourselves, why these guys are using uh, so eco-unfriendly consumables? So why you are bringing plastic to the forest, yeah? Or why you're bringing metal? Not speaking about RFIDs, even electronics, yeah? And so, uh, but are the guys happy in using those those technologies? No, they're not. Uh, the tags are cracking. They're being lost. You never know if they were being placed at the right location because there is no traceability. Basically, you can use it and you can you can apply it wherever you are. Yeah. So, so and we looked at, as well at the certification companies, the process of the auditing. Of the certification, so like you know, like fifty years ago, you go for a, a, a audit in person. You are looking at the paperwork. Yeah, I mean, as you know, ink absorbs uh, the paper absorbs any ink you you put there. So any information you know you can put on ink. So so basically, no di digitalization really. Yeah, everything run in a very I would say basic way. Uh, and we said, wow, when we come with the you know our solution based on computer vision, it will be a big wow, yeah? For sure, for sure. So that's probably a good segue to, for us to maybe talk about the Timber ID technology. So maybe introduce us to how Timber ID does it and what's novel about it. And, and, I, and I have in my head about probably 500 questions around how some of this works is it's, it's I think it's really cool. But maybe introduce our listeners to what Timber ID is doing and, and how it's different. Sure. So uh, just to keep, you know, the the the, the path, we, 
we began, as I said, with the computer vision. So we built the, the technology uh, based on a on a uh, SaaS platform and a mobile app. Yeah. So simply, you're sourcing an image. Automatically, it is being transferred to your database, and there we put together a number of of servers which are uh, are processing uh, the, the the image. We call it at the first level to do the standardization, yeah? And then we do the image recognition, I mean, part, yeah? So quite, it is complex, it is process, especially that we need to understand that the, the quality of the image uh, sourcing is very different. We're in a forest, we're uh, in different uh, seasons of the year, different uh, uh, <laughs> timing of the day, Etc. Etc. So it was very important to, to get it to to the right level. We completed that, and we said, okay, now we can launch it. Let's go to the customers, show it to them, and and get their uh, their, their feedback. So at that level, we we achieved around ninety percent accuracy. Yeah, so quite good. We said, oh, 90 percent accuracy comparable to other industries using as well the computer vision part. I think we're doing well. So market standard, we achieved a good level so the first feedback was wow great you're not coming to just tell us uh give us money what we're capable to do for you but you're coming with a ready-made product wow that's that's cool that's not not usual yeah uh and then we did a number of of pilot implementations and at the end of the day yeah you know 90 percent is nice but not good enough, yeah? Because, you know, I said, but look, if today 70% is good for you because 30, you don't need to certify. So I think 90 is better than 70, just basic math, yeah? Yes, but, you know, now um, we'll be facing the European deforestation regulation. It's coming, yeah, and it will be very strict. So we need to hit 100%. Wow. Cool. So we said, okay, we like uh, new challenges. Uh, so to make long long story short, we have invented our own code. Uh, so we create our own code. Um, anyone interested, just uh, uh, look at deeply.com and you'll, you'll gather all, all, all the information. So it is a, a random placement of symbols. So it is encrypted. You can't understand what what information is 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 there, and we have have engineered markers, which are indenting the code on the timber ring face. Yeah. Uh, in this way, uh, we have solved the first biggest issue which we're looking at: no consumables, no plastic, no metal, no RFID no paint yeah just indent a code on the timbering face secondly we understood how critical it will be to get get really the highest level of authentication yeah so we have um, designed the code that it is being created at the forest yeah so there is electronic device which is creating the code and the code is created based on satellite data 
So you can use it whenever you are, even the GSM connectivity is not there, we don't need it. Yeah? Uh, you get the data, we have the exact geo geolocalization, we have the date, we have the timestamp. So geolocalization, two meters, date is date, timestamp, one second, yeah? and you can add still some other information into it. Yeah? So we have engineered the first level of, of a marker, and we brought the entire technology, which is now at the commercial level, at Ligna show, that is an international uh, wood machinery show in Germany, in Hanover, May this year. So Timber ID uh, is, is, is a technology which is using, first of all, the fingerprint signature of the surface. Secondly, the, a code. These two processes are independent. And thirdly, the combination of these two processes is really giving you the capability to achieve close to 100% accuracy level. And it is unfakeable because the code is generated at the forest and it is being applied at the moment it is created. Usually all the codes are created to a database and you're retrieving the codes from a database and then you're applying them, yeah? Our case is totally different. The code doesn't exist, yeah? It exists just when you click the button to create the code. And it will be created exactly at the geolocalization you are and as I say, timestamp until one second, yeah? Why we put until one second? Because if we want to code uh, logs which are on a pile and the process is automated, it will be very fast. So we, we, we need to distinguish that, you know, geolocalization quite the same because it's like 30 centimeters or 50 centimeters close to each other. So still we need to find how to distinguish. Yeah, That's why uh, the, the timestamp is till, till one second. Uh, so this is the technology. This is the invention. There are four patents behind that. We're still thinking how to file additional, I mean, I mean, I mean, patents. And just to make a short summary at the end, the EU deforestation regulatory is in place. And for today, we're the only company who can supply a technology to uh, uh, match the requirements. Wow. Wow. That's an impressive. So if I heard you properly, I'm just going to repeat back to you because I'm being listening patiently. So we've got a smartphone app that, we scan and based on the, the signature of that log, you're doing some computer vision with the geolocation and the timestamp and other parameters. You're creating a set of codes, which by the way, for our listeners. No, 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 no. You, you, you understood. I mean, wrongly. Okay. So as I said, there are two processes independently. One is the computer vision. So taking the image and doing the fingerprint signature of the surface of the timber uh, uh, face of the log. Yeah, for Second, the dimensions, the measurements. Yeah, dimensions, everything, yeah. all the patterns. Second technology is a marker, which is indenting the code on the timber ring. So both technologies you can use independently. Okay. You can use just the marker, indent the code. You can use an app to encrypt the data from the code, and you have the exact geolocalization, etc. Right. By using the image processing you don't have geolocalization yeah 
because uh, you, you can be in a remote location where you don't have GSM, the, 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 the connectivity. Yeah, This is number one. And number two, on a smartphone, you can really um, manipulate the, 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 I mean, data. Yeah. Yes. Uh, in our electronic device, you cannot manipulate. I mean, I mean the data, and that's why the geolocalization and time step are authentic. Gotcha, gotcha. And so I believe this 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 uh, marking technology. I'm just looking at my notes here. It's called the decode marker hammer. Yes, exactly. So, again, economics background. CTO with a technical background. This is a pretty unique invention. Like, like, is there another co-founder <laughs> hidden away in the closet no. that's doing this? No. Like, like, no. how did this come together? Um, because my uh, partner, the, the co-founder, uh, Andrew. So, Andrew, hello. When you will listen to our 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 podcast, he is skilled and uh, I, 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 I I'm happy to share with you that uh, he really engineered this 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 marker yeah and and he created the entire uh, idea of of the code generation and the symbols how they should look like you know we're going through a very uh, uh, tough process in months until we found the right shape of the marker yeah uh, because on the other hand you need to to create the shape in a way that the computer will read it fast yeah secondly it has to be in a shape that it will be easy to be indented yeah so on the engineering part i can understand that you you're, you're surprised and you're not the first one uh, that a small team of uh, engineers and one economist were capable to create a really uh, breakthrough. I mean, I mean, technology. Yeah, and and definitely for for our listeners, it's worthwhile to go to the DeepLie website because when I initially saw the codes, I was like, "This is super cool." I almost felt like I was in this sci science fiction movie or maybe an Egyptian, you know, like yeah. pyramid. It was like hieroglyphics, almost like, and it looked super cool. And so, thinking of this hammer. Do I need to go to the gym and start working out to be able to swing this hammer? Or is this a, a light tap? Or is this like a sledgehammer? You got to swing this sucker to, to get that, that indent. Okay. So now the, the, the first level, as you mentioned, uh, we call it, you know, um, marker hammer. It's a, it's a manual tool. So there is a separate electronic tool, which is anything the code. Manually, you need to set the code on the hammer. And if you play golf, it's like a golf swing, yeah? So you need to just get, you know, it's quite fast, you can learn it, the the uh, the, the marker swing. And just with one swing, you're indenting the code on, on the timber ring. Uh, but also to uh, uh, get everyone excited, uh, we're launching in few weeks even, it will be an automated device. So it will generate the code automatically. It will uh, set the code automatically in the marker. And by using electric power, will indent the code on the timber ring. Yeah. So if I can just give uh, 
a comparison, it's like you would have equipment and you would drill a hole in your house. Yeah. So this kind of size and weight of equipment, you need to hold in your hand, press two buttons, and that's it. Everything is done. So then you don't need to use your, your power for the swing. Yeah. 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 So so I think I would fall into the camp where I have to wait for the new device because you said it's like golf. If I was swinging it, I'd probably be stamping the wrong the wrong log given my golf swing. Uh, so that's cool. So it sounds like in some of the pilots, you know, there's some refinement, there's feedback from the users. And now you're working on that that user experience, if that's the right word of making it making it simpler. Um, so, so absolutely very cool. So when we think about, and I can, I can picture other foresters listening and, and asking questions, how fast, like given this, like way faster than traditional methods, or is it less about speed versus accuracy and, and, uh, uniqueness and traceability? Like, does that outweigh the speed? Like how, how, how many logs can we we stamp and scale in, in a given day or, or what, what's the metric that you use to communicate the, the value? Okay, so just to explain why we came first with the, with the manual hammer, yeah? Because today, if you are using any other tagging, you're using a hammer anyhow. You're putting a plastic tag, you're using a hammer. You're putting a metal tag, you're using a hammer. Uh, you, you're using RFID, you need to drill a, 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 a hole and you're putting the RFID there. So it's a it's a manual work. Yeah. So at, at, the, at the first level, we're basically looking at it to, to put it as, to compare it as apple to apple. Yeah. There's no automation, doesn't exist. I mean, I mean today, yeah. Uh, from the, the customer experience with the manual, a unit, you can you can code mark around 120 logs per day. Yeah. When we look at the 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 uh, the use case, yeah. Uh, so, you know, if you are using a chainsaw to harvest, yeah, you are in a geography location with slopes, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And you're looking at the species of a hardwood, like beech or oak. Yeah, mm -hmm. the teams here in Europe, there are like three individuals in one team, are harvesting around fifty to seventy uh, trees per day. Yeah. So basically, for them, the manual marker is enough. They're not not wasting time because in the entire process, there's always someone who has time to use the marker, set the marker and indent the code. Yeah? When we're talking about softwood, obviously the productivity is much higher. Uh, you know, they can be uh, harvested using machineries, harvesters, etc. So in this case, we're looking already at, at the forest street, at the piles of logs. Yeah. Uh, and this is the, the place where we say, okay, that, that's why we need the automation unit. Because once you're standing in front of the pile, you can just, you know, code very fast. And, and we do not know yet because we're still not at the level of, of, of doing the assessment. But our assumption is around 600 to 700 logs per day per one unit. Yeah. So 
it is productive. Wow. But I think the, the most important is, yeah, the most important is the cost effectiveness. Because we did a very detailed, you know, cost analysis and the the cheapest to, to tag, plastic tag today is here at the level between 10 to 12 euro cents. Average is 15 is, is euro cents, yeah? If we take the total cost of ownership just using the, 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 the code generation and indention, it is something around like three cents, yeah? Okay. Because they are no consumables, yeah? You just, you are having the total cost of ownership of the, of the hardware. So it is 70% cost-effective comparable to any technologies which is used, I mean, I mean, I mean today. So just to uh, give a short summary as, as uh, in North America, uh, you're saying you're, it is a no-brainer, no yeah? Yeah, that's the saying. It's a no-brainer. The the numbers line up. So so very cool, Stepan. And, and so thinking, we've we've kind of focused on the in the field, you know, the markers, the indentation. And and at the start when we started speaking, you mentioned you know there's some server and it's more maybe a software as a service, a SaaS solution. So maybe for our our listeners or viewers, what is the 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 the, the not the back end, not that a user a forcer would go into the servers. But the interface they deal with is it you know, map based, and you can see, interrogate the data, get a report or pie charts, or, or or what is that, or how would you describe that for for our listeners in terms of their experience after they've already done the the indentation? Okay, I just want to. Okay, cool. I'll just come, you know, to uh, because uh, I think it's important just to explain the entire process. So at the forest. You're using the marker first to indent the code, so generate indent the code. Then you, you're using an app, which is fully automated. You need just to position it in front of the timber ring. It is shooting the image automatically and sending it to your database in the cloud. Yeah. So these are the functions you need to do at the forest. Then as a forest service management company or a, or a forest owner, you sit at home, in a, in a comfortable armchair, yeah. Open your your, your laptop, and what what can you see? You'll see a, a map uh, where you will uh, set the uh, geolocation of your plot, which you want to view. Yeah. So automatically, it will be set. Every log which is being sourced to your database will appear on your map as a dot. So you will see exactly, you know, the productivity of the guys. You will see, you know, the quantities. You can simply view all what, what they're doing, yeah? And this is the, the creation of the, the, the database, yeah? So cool. Now you have your great database of all your harvested uh, timber logs. So what's, what's, what's next? Next will be always the first level of verification. It means you're moving out the logs, usually putting them on a truck and moving them out. Yeah. So once you're doing that, uh, you're also using the app of scanning the logs which are being put on the truck. 
the system automatically is creating files. So you see, you know, uh, a bunch of files, you see what exact amount has been shipped on ev every truck. And you can link it obviously with the provenance, with all the information which, which, which is there. Now, uh, depending on your location, where you are in the process, you can you can either d d directly sell it to a sawmill, yeah. So the truck is driving through a sawmill, or you're putting in a container for export, or you're putting on a vessel, you're transporting, or you ten times change the ownership, yeah. In in the meantime, in, in trading, yeah? but still at the, at at the end you'll come to a production, you'll come to a sawmill, right? And at the sawmill you'll scan the log, and you will know exactly from where it is, because there'll be also the data of the of the forest ownership, yeah, of, of the plot. So you, you can easily get in contact, even you don't you didn't buy it as, as directly, you bought it from a distributor or something, you can get back to the owner, and you can do any verification you want uh, in, the, in the entire process, yeah? That's very simple cool. and cool. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So sounds like amazing technology. How was the adoption from the forest industry when you started rolling them out with your pilots? Because I laugh at your story where folks say the requirement's seventy percent, but I want a hundred percent, and yet they don't have the capabilities to do anything right now. But I think these are foresters in general. Don't get me wrong; I love love my foresters to death. But was it a smooth path in terms of getting them the the the, the market that you're targeting the foresters using was it easy to convince them and and if not were there some patterns that you saw in terms of resistance or uh you know swapan this is how we've always done it you're not a forester you don't know what you're talking about right share some stories there was it just smooth sailings or was it typical of any new technology entering a, a new space Okay, let me get a little bit back when we were deciding to move to this industry. Yeah? We, 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 we also understood that uh, the, the industry is, is traditional, it's conservative, difficult you know, to adopt with, with, with new technologies. Yeah? So once we were uh, engineering our, our, uh, our markers, yeah? uh, we have understood that even 100 years ago, there were markers with just one number, yeah, or a letter and a number, which have been used in the industry also to indent a code, yeah, but obviously it was a static code, not a variable code. But still, yeah, we said, let's see, you know, how the market will re react. And the, the first level of, let's say, fear, yeah, was at the level of of, of the marker, yeah? You know, someone needs to use additional hardware at the forest, yeah? Uh, and we were so surprised um, in Germany when we were, you know, at the show uh, and we're presenting the, uh, the, the technology and, and the marker and the foresters were coming and they could, you know, hold it in their hand, yeah, and and look at it, wow, cool, amazing. Yeah, my grandfather was doing that. Uh, and uh, 
basically really no 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 issue if if we need to convince someone then when i was going to the 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 locations with the with the pilot implementations yeah i've seen obviously depending on the individual but there were some individuals who just you know looked at it okay just explain me it was 10 minutes and they were they were using it yeah so I was really happy to understand that on this part, there will be no, no issue at, at all. This second element where we're a little bit afraid was the app, yeah? So, you know, you need a smartphone, you need, etc. That is the reason why we have designed the app that an individual is not clicking anything there at all. He's just opening the app and clicking that he needs to, he wants to image source, yeah? Positioning it, there is a circle, which is giving him indication red, green, yeah? So just, okay, twist here and there. And the image is shot automatically and sent automatically. If the GSM um, is not available, it is stored in the memory and it will be sent, I mean, I mean later, yeah? So, so, I mean, easy, yeah? On the, at the forest, easy. Then when you look all at the, at the you know web client infer, interface for the the management and the information, then there is no issue at all. I mean everybody is, is using uh, computer today and is using different kind of of uh, of softwares, ERP systems, etc. So, I mean really no 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 issue in you know using it. We really created it in a very friendly way, uh, and. You basically do not need to do, I mean, much. If you want to do any verification, you need to click once, yeah, and the verification is done. Uh, you want to see on a plot, you need to enter just the, uh, the the coordinates of the plot, yeah. And everything is really very simple, very, very easy in, in use. For sure, for sure. Definitely uh, easy in the world of forestry is a, a requirement there. So thinking of, of uh, DeepLy and, and the timber ID, like from the business model point of view, if I'm a forester interested in, in doing a pilot or, or maybe eventually becoming a, a full-blown customer, um, is it a model where Forester buys the hardware um, you mentioned a software as a service component, so I'm assuming there's an, an annual fee, but then is it volume based that ultimately they're paying Timber ID or or is it a mixed model or what can you share on that front? Um, here as well, you know, uh, we did a number of, 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 of researches yeah, on the SaaS platforms, etc., uh, I, I shared my story at the beginning, you know, my first a uh, great la large uh, global c corporation xerox was really based and educated me on a click charge yeah if you still remember that you know you got a copy and you were paying per click yeah so yeah i mean this model is 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 great but it is great for for the vendor yeah the customers don't like and and we we did a number of of uh, of discussions you know with the with the foresters and and we and we understood okay that's not the model they will appreciate yeah so our our is very simple you have a, a first fee is for uh, getting the access to the platform we need to configure etc 
you got a, a monthly annual fee just for, for using the system. So uh, irrespective of the number of, of, of uh, logs or, or just whatever, it's not. We also learned and what we're doing, we're doing a, a real cost recharge of the cloud because it is on AWS, yeah? And, you know, one customer can do two verifications, other customer can do 25 verifications, yeah? So the processing, I mean, power of the servers obviously is different. The cost is different. So everybody's paying what he's using, yeah? It's like it would be his storage and he will use it for himself, yeah? So depending on his process, depending how he's managing it, he will, he can see, he can view what is the cost, yeah? It okay. is, you know, from the AWS invoicing, if uh, not all the listeners are aware, so a standard AWS invoice is around 30 pages and you need a PhD to understand okay. what's inside, yeah? So don't try it if you don't need it, don't try it. We, we made it simple. Uh, obviously, this is not these are not exact uh, values, but the approximate values close to the exact one. Every customer can view it on his uh, web client interface, so he will know what more or less the AWS, uh, I mean, cost recharge right. will, will be there. Yeah, right. we also did uh, when we saw you know at the market that a lot of apps in the industry are also based on clicks. So let's say number of, of, of measurements, yeah? I mean, how can you charge for number of measurements? I mean, for us, it totally doesn't make sense. Our Timbery ID app, and here I can be very open because anybody can check it on the App Store, costs 19 US dollars per month, unlimited. You can do how many measurements you want. You can do how many image sourcing you wish. That's it cheap and simple yeah wow. we also have a decode <laughs> reader app where you want only to read to encrypt the information to read the information this app is free of charge hmm. you can upload it and uh, download it sorry and and use it yeah so for example for any auditor he can audit just reading the code without even anybody knowing he's doing it, wherever he is, yeah, for free. Wow, wow, interesting, interesting model. I'm sure there's listeners going, I need to, I need to chat with Swapanda to to learn more. What I'm gonna shift gears a little bit, like fascinating. And again, as I said, I had 500 questions, and and obviously, I think our listeners and viewers would agree. Listening to you, Swapan, that there's a lot of thought process that's being done, a lot of research, meticulous research to understand your market and, and, and who you're, you're, you're working with. Um, so we think about where Timber ID is going and are there certain technologies? Like I, I sense you're just kind of starting. You've got a lot of other things at play thinking about this being the Digital Forester podcast from a technology point of view, is there something in the near term, short term, or long term, that gets you excited, and when you wake up, you're like, "Oh yeah, I'm going to work. We're starting to tackle this challenge in the forestry space." Anything that pops to mind that that that's new that you're you're watching that our digital foresters should think about, or or maybe can join in in the excitement that 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 you have. 
Oh, yes. Oh, yes. We, you know, in our development roadmap, there are a lot of exciting things, uh, but I can share a few of them. A few, obviously, I, I can't yeah, uh, at this moment, but a few I can share. I think I'll get even uh, the, the listeners even, even more excited than I did till now. Yeah? Uh, next year, we're planning to add the following functionalities in the system. First is the uh, automation using computer vision to uh, uh, set the species of the timber. Mm -hmm. Today, uh, in the app, uh, there is a, a large database of species. And before you begin to use the app, uh, you, today you're harvesting beach, so you'll simply select beach. That in the system will, will know that, and you will know that as well. Yeah. And we want to automate it, yeah? Why we want to do it? Because not everybody knows there is really quite long list of species which are really not allowed to harvest, yeah? In some regions of the world, which not always is the case that it's it's happening. And number two, uh, in, in uh, Asia or in South America, on one hectare, you can get 10, 20, 30 species, yeah? So you need also to have, it's not like in Europe or, or in North America, okay, you have pine and next five miles is pine, yeah? No, it is different there. So it will help the, the, the guys to have the, the better management understanding. So not only I see the dot and I see, okay, this is the timber log which is harvested, uh, automatically I will know what species it is, yeah? So this is one direction where, 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 where we're going. This second direction is also based on, on the software part, uh, because this I can share <laughs> on the hardware, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's uh, more internal. Uh, it is the grading of the, of the timber log. Yeah? Mm -hmm. So uh, what's, what's, what's happening? Uh, you're loading on the truck from the pile logs, let's say a diameter of, of, I don't know, 15 or 20 inch, yeah? So big ones. And you do not know, because you don't have this, I mean, knowledge, that one log, even 20 inch, inch the diameter, the grading is not qualifying it to be used as a sawmill, yeah? So why shall you bring it there, yeah? And why the guy should, sell, you know, just get rid of it, yeah? I mean... Waste of time, money, everything. So if when you're scanning the first verification, it will pop a red light, yeah? Bad grading. Leave it, yeah? Leave it at the forest. Don't don't pick it up, yeah? Uh, so this is something uh, which also excites us. And I, I, I believe a big value to any, any forester uh, using, using the technology. And to make a comment on the uh, hardware, more automation, um, uh, that especially in, in the areas where um, the harvesters are used, yeah, um, you don't need to move back and say, okay, I need to use a manual equipment. Yeah? Even if the unit is automated, yeah, but still a, a human work needs to be done. So, so the question is, how do we want to automate the, the, the process in order to, 
to um, have it really labor free. Yeah? I'm already connecting the dots in my mind based on those three examples on 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 a possible uh, path that 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 Tim Bride is going. Fascinating. I'm curious to know maybe a, a completely different question. Lots of innovation here from you know someone with an economics background, you know engineers that are just engineers in general. Sounds like a small team under ten. Um, no, we're fourteen today. Fourteen. Okay. But small. <laughs> yeah, both small and, and is this are you are you have you raised funding like seed or or anything and because I feel like there's a bit of patience and then there's a lot of research but then there's also some forward thought so that's my question is is where is the passion coming from and then following on from that being in Poland and and this is me not knowing the innovation ecosystem very well in Europe um is I think you said Lublin, uh, if I if I yeah. heard correct. Is this like an innovation hub in Poland or the innovation hub? Or you're no. you're kind of shaking your head saying no. No. so no. so yeah. So maybe tell me more about you know. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm glad actually. You know, you you're asking this uh, this uh, th this question because here my my story is not so beautiful as as the previous uh, you know uh, technology part which I was I, I was I was sharing. Yeah. Uh, we as co-founders used a lot of our own uh, own funding uh, because we believe what we're doing and uh, we want to demonstrate to the future investors that by doing that uh, and not using just external funding, it should give them the, the confirmation that uh, makes sense. Uh, we used uh, the first level of, let's say, friends, friends and family or individuals like angels. Yeah. So this round we went through. Uh, but unfortunately, we didn't find any large investor. And um, as a deep tech company, yeah, because you know software and hardware you know, is classified as, as deep tech or, or climate tech, you can put it because obviously it's impacting. Mm, there is not much focus on the investment I mean market. They're talking a lot. You know, it's nice to be ESG. It's, you know, nice to support, cli I mean, c c c climate. And, and and the message basically is, oh, just, just by the way, you know, once you will already reach uh, the production of 100 units per month, then, you know, is the right time to knock our door. And my answer is simple. Believe me, if I get there, I will, I don't need you, yeah? Uh, because, you know, the the, actually for today, the, biggest challenge we're having we have not enough funds to to fulfill our orders because we need to move to a, a production assembly facility of the markers yeah of the hardware we don't have enough funds to to move there we're talking to you know i don't want to put names large industry i mean players and um, yes, yeah, good to, to, to the corporate uh, ventures. Yeah, oh, cool. Yeah, everybody has time. Everybody is polite. Everybody is nice. Nothing much is happening till now. Yeah, so uh, we're trying to attract um, private individuals with equity. Um, family offices, 
this level of investors who who care more about the society about you know the climate change not only are talking you know uh, uh, i almost stopped talking to to venture capitals i mean i i think it's useless you know uh, these guys are you know simply they're the checkbox, you know, tagging, tagging. Uh, okay, ah, you do, no production. Okay, gone. Yeah, th that's it. So they even don't try to understand. Yeah, and with all what I said, yeah, and I, 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 I'm, I'm confident that will be a unicorn in in few years. Yeah. So if somebody really wants to support the climate, you know, I have couple of a couple of statements which I'm I'm using. Yeah. Like trees can't talk, humans need to take action. Yeah. Uh, or you know, uh, let's let's behave as would be planning still to stay on our planet. Yeah. So, uh, uh, or I, I'm saying, okay, oh, oh, it's great. You're having great investments. You earned uh, like tons of money. Yeah. But you think you will be able to spend them in fifty years? Yeah. So uh, you know we need guys with really different level of thinking, yeah. And uh, as all in life, you know, as 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 you know, important things come with luck, yeah. So we need good luck, yeah. So I hope you will wish me at the end of our our, our discussion that uh, a, a number of individuals will will listen to us, and there'll be one who'll say, "Wow." These guys are great, you know, they engineered all in-house. So one also very important information. Uh, and uh, that's my recommendation to all in investors. Outside your box, talk and ask two questions. First of all, ask who are the founders and try to talk to them and understand what they're doing and why they're doing. Yeah. And number two, Award them for not having an idea and outsourcing things, but doing everything in-house. So all the IP we have on the software, on the hardware, all the patents, all is done in-house by the team of our engineers. Very cool. This very is very cool. unique. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, you know, congratulations on on bootstrapping Tim Variety to where. It is, um, you know, 2023 from a funding point of view, as you know, is, is a tough year. 2024, maybe there's some more purse strings uh, loosening. And I'm sure you know that sometimes the moment you mention hardware, there are some people that go running for the hills, right? They, they, they form the wrong opinion sometimes or they focus on the wrong thing. But wishing you all the best of luck uh, there. So as we look to wind down, so upon like, like amazing conversation here, I, 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 I'm really pumped on on this side. If folks want to reach out, whether as prospective customers or maybe investors, believe it or not, the audience of this podcast is actually global and, and surprises me every time I look at the analytics. It's digital forcers everywhere around the world. But if folks want to reach out to you, what's what's the best way they can get a hold of you? Just, you know, uh, go to deeply.com and you'll get the contact information. Or if you want to send me an email, swapan at deeply.com. 
and I'll be happy to talk to everyone and answer all the emails. And I'm looking forward. Either you want to use the technology, you want to pilot, you want to learn more, you want to support, you want to invest, just feel free, you know, just, just reach out and uh, I'll be happy to uh, support you. For sure, for sure. Well, I definitely appreciate you giving me your time and, and the, the audience time to, to learn about Timber ID. Amazing story. I wish you all the best of luck. I'll be watching to see what, what happens and, and where you go and, and the new innovations that come out. But thanks so much for joining and I'm wishing you all the, the best of luck. Thank you. Thank you. Nice to be with you. All the best. Take care.